0: I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Fashion besties, what is happening, my friends? I would say it's only appropriate to commend you guys for all of the feedback and about how you guys are improving your style and getting rid of stuff putting things in storage, and how much you resonated with episode 166, the bra fitting with my clients from Weed, Illinois. Y'all loved them so much, as did I. And it was super fun to hear how much they captured your hearts. They're doing great. I've checked on them and they want me to come back out, but a date has not been decided yet. Just FYI. I hope you listened to last week's episode featuring Jeanette Goldstein from Jeanette Bras. How fabulous is she? Christine, big shout out to Christine, who got a bra fitting, and she was texting me about it and asking me questions, so bravo to her. However, in other news, it was just Halloween, and I've talked about Halloween costume ideas before, so there's so many cute things that you can do on the cheap just to get festive and be in the spirit. However, I did not take my own advice and dress up because I really didn't care that much. But I did buy a shit ton of candy and I have a shit ton left over. Totally and utterly rude. We're sort of on this like awkward corner where I was literally in. And so our front door is on the side. Let's just say I was literally in the driveway waving people over. Okay. And until I figure out where and who I'm going to give all this candy to, I've been sampling a piece each day. And now I'm back addicted to 100 grand bars. I will rectify that, don't worry. One of my sisters, she gives out full-size candy bars and I will never, just on principle alone, give out full-size candy bars, never. However, we made it through Halloween and I actually have two clients that I'm working with now at the moment, congratulations to me. And one of my clients, she's brand new, she's just a little baby, she's 25 years old, and she just moved to Atlanta. Yay. Her mother actually came to the book signing in Savannah. And she totally hired me for her daughter. Loving this journey for her. She is the typical beginner. And she's got a great job. But she's wearing her clothes from college. She's a little bit confused and feels left behind. And she wants a more mature look. Not her fault because she's got really good jeans but she just looks super young. And of course, she's carrying a back sack to work. Girl, no. We had such a great time shopping and she really started to dig it and understand that she does need better clothes. So I thought to myself, self? What a perfect subject to talk about this week. Then how to shop like a pro, especially with Black Friday and holiday shopping coming up. How to shop like a pro. Like you know what you're doing with confidence and with a plan. Because That's what we did. We shopped with a plan and stayed within her budget. We were so under budget, it was like alarming. And speaking of my book that her mother bought for her, flying off the printing press at Amazon Books is stop making these fashion mistakes by yours truly. Is your image holding you back? This captivating and quick style guide, you can instantly break the cycle of feeling like you just look okay and good enough to feeling proportionate, empowered. And self confident. It describes in detail the top fashion and style mistakes that people make without even knowing it. While learning these short style principles, you're soon going to understand why keeping your closet out of chaos, wearing the correct fitting undergarments, and dressing according to your lifestyle, age, and body type can do nothing but evolve your personal style. Getting dressed is something that should add joy and confidence to your everyday life, not bring you down. You too can have complete control over the message you're sending to the world by using style as a tool to get ahead in life. Not every day is going to be a home run, but you do have the option to opt in and dress the way that makes you feel like authentically you. This book is the first step in your style evolution to get unstuck. I can't think of a better way to make your outside match your inside with stop making these fashion mistakes. Get your copy now, On Amazon.com, just type in Holly Katz book or stop making these fashion mistakes and it will come up for you. It's about a 15-minute read and makes a great gift. Let's be honest. Shout out to my bestie, Jenny, Virginia Jenny, who sent me a pic of her reading my book on the beach. Yes, super grateful to her. The number one, and I mean the number one complaint that I receive on the regular Is shopping. I hate shopping. I despise it. I don't have time. I don't enjoy it. I used to love it. Blah, 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 blah. Here's what I want you to know you're not alone. Most people in this world, I would say over 80% of people hate to shop. And I can tell you there are several reasons why. But here's the number one reason you don't know what you're looking for. Now, you might be calling bullshit on that. Like, hey, I'm looking for black pants. I know exactly what I'm looking for but be that as it may, blindly looking for black pants is like going to the grocery store and saying, well, I just want cereal. You have to be a little bit more specific to get the support and the look that you need for your specific body type. If you're not sure, trying on as many pairs as possible will certainly be in your favor. However, this is time consuming and exhausting. Ordering 15 pair to your home is tiring and defeating as well. But lucky for you, I'm going to tell you exactly what to look for, okay? If you feel like you don't know what's on trend or what's cool for your age or how much money you should be spending, or if you think that clothes are too expensive, there is a reason why things cost what they cost. There is a reason why designer brands charge what they charge on the price tag. The fabric is better or the construction is more curated and detailed. The buttons and zippers are higher quality. The stitching is done more carefully and intentionally, so forth, so on, and what have you. It certainly does not mean by any means that you should be buying designer clothes, but what you should be buying are quality clothes over quantity that are within your budget. Unfortunately, when it comes to clothing, you do get what you pay for, but here's the facts. And using the black pants example here, The first thing you need to be looking for is the type of fabric you want. Now, if you don't know what you want, that's okay, but you should be comparing fabric from a few different brands. Are you looking for stretch or no stretch? Are you looking for something washable or dry clean only? Are you looking for a pant with a lining? How about something that doesn't wrinkle easily? All things to consider when comparing fabrics. Next is the waistband. Are you looking for a high-waisted pant, a mid-rise, or a low-rise? What kind of functionality would you like to have? Do you want buttons and zippers? Do you want a hook and eye closure? Do you care? Does it matter? Do you want an elastic waist? What do you want? Now, you need to look at the fit. What kind of fit do you want? Do you want a relaxed fit with like a wider leg? Do you want a skinny, a tighter fit? Or do you want a flared leg? There's just a lot of things to look for in a garment. These are just a few. So back to my point. If you don't know how to look for these specific garment details, then you might end up with some black pants that don't serve you because they aren't as great as you thought they were or you were shopping for price, which is a fashion crime. Uh -uh. (coughs) To keep this from happening, we're going to A, make a style plan, of only the things that you need to know, which is what we did for my client, and B, look for some, if not all of the details I was just talking about in my garment construction sermon. Okay, so you're in the store, you've got a style plan, which is your list of things that you need, and now you know some crucial things to look for in a quality garment. Fabulous. Let's move on. In my opinion... I would like to propose that you should be getting one or two new things per month. If you want to get more, that's fine. But that way, that keeps your wardrobe rotating and you feel like you have something new to be excited about. Now, of course, when you buy something new, it certainly wouldn't kill you to remove and discard something at the same time like I do that with my workout shoes because I go through them so quickly. I demote my old workout shoes to the dog walking closet. We're going to talk about clothing demotion. There is absolutely no shame in needing a wardrobe overhaul, especially if you haven't shopped in a really long time. But if you keep up with your wardrobe, you won't have to drop that much money all at once. But that's the key. You got to keep up. And you have to elevate your style as you age. A lot of people are confused about that and what that really means. So we're going to break it down. If you hate to shop, The truth is, you don't have to hate shopping. There's a way that you can tolerate it without feeling like you're giving away your soul or digging ditches for shits and giggles, okay? If you love to shop and you just don't know what to get, then that's super easy. I just need to explain what you need so you aren't aimlessly wandering through the stores wasting time. We're going to start with only the things that you need and with what you should be looking for in these specific categories. Now, I do have a full wardrobe checklist, but this is a little bit different. Lucky for you, I have a Pinterest board this week because I love you, and you are my best calling card, let's be honest. Y'all are representing the fashion besties, and it's important that y'all understand what you should be looking for and the clothing that will support your lifestyle at this specific age that we are, which in my case, I've been 50 for a week now, and the AARP people are literally up my ass sending me shit in the mail, which is completely rude, if you ask me, that I get a discount at AAA, but not at any designer clothing stores. Um, Maybe I could help them revamp their business model. I think that I just put that in the universe. So anyone out there that is working or knows someone who's working for A R P, can we please set up a meeting to discuss my needs other than a 10% discount on a fucking oil change? Sorry, not helpful. Whatever. I'll tackle that later when I figure out who to yell at. There are seven categories of clothing you should have in your closet. Some people have more, but these are just the main bullet points you should be hitting at the absolute very least. If you don't have some of these items, now you have a style plan so you can go out and look for these specific pieces to fill in where you are lacking. In these categories, remember, they should fit your body and make you happy to get dressed. If you have any clothing that brings you down or doesn't make you feel good about yourself, it needs to go or be demoted. The first category is elevated basics. Now we've talked about this before, but these are clothes that are basically considered loungewear, but nicer. Yes, you can run errands in them. And yes, you can hang around in the house in them. But the key is that you look dressed. You don't look like you're wearing pajamas or sweats. You have on a cohesive outfit that works for your body type that is comfortable yet versatile that you can totally wear with pride. Some brands to check out for elevated loungewear are the following, but not limited to. Deo Women, based here in the ATL, I've interviewed her. Kia Tomlin, which I've interviewed her. Carbon 38, Nadam Cashmere, big fan over here, big fan. Walford, big fan, and Varley. Some examples of what elevated loungewear pieces are. Think of nicer fashion leggings. That you do not work out in rec sneakers, jersey tops, knit dresses, and maybe, you know, like an oversized cropped teddy coat. You're not slobbed out, but you're not dressed for a date. You're just dressed and you're comfortable. Old t shirts, sports memorabilia, sports jerseys, your kids' school swag, or trying to pass off some pajama bottoms as some real pants, that is a fashion crime. That is not, nor will it ever be, elevated basics. If you do not have clothing that fits into this specific category, you need to take your ass and go shop for and purchase some items that are elevated basics. You need an interim outfit or things for you if you come home For the day, and it's too early to put your clothes on that you sleep in. This way you're dressed, you're comfortable, and you can run out if you need to. The next category is casual, everyday clothing that you would wear out in public or to work. Whether you work from home or not, this is something that you should really have the most of. It's the most versatile. Now, I will say this category is subjective to what you do for a living, but hear me out. Everyone, regardless of who you are and what you do on the daily, needs clothing that can be mixed and matched, starting with tops, jeans, slacks, shirts, skirts, dresses, and jackets. If you don't have some of these items that I just listed, then that goes on your style plan. All of these are non negotiable There are certainly more things you can get, like chunky sweaters and leather leggings and shorts, but this is just a good starting point. There is a way to dress up all of these items for work if you're employed at a workplace with a free flowing dress code. Then you're able to kind of create your own style for work, which is a great way to practice your outfit building skills. You do get better at it the more intentional your outfits are. I also want to say just because your clothes are casual, it doesn't mean they should be cheap quality. That is not what that means. Casual just means a little bit more versatile of a style that you can dress up or dress down, not skimp on quality. Now, there's a million brands I could suggest for this, but here are some of the go tos for me All Saints, BA and SH, Perlinsa Schooler, Millie, Tanya Taylor, Frame, Eero, Paris, Vince Camuto, and Reese. Dressy clothing, including but not limited to formal wear. Something to wear to a funeral, dressier clothing for events and special occasions, and specialty pieces that are considered statement. I'm using air quotes, statement pieces. Now, for me, I have a very large category for this, which is a blessing and a curse. I have beautiful things to wear for special occasions, but not a ton of opportunity to wear said items at this very moment in time. Now, I certainly will. But for the most part, I'm doing and I'm wearing this kind of the same thing each day, which is not getting super dressed up. So those special clothes do sit there for a minute. However, on the flip side, when I do have something special, I don't have to panic and run out and get something new, which is a problem for most. Let's be honest. When you shop with these types of events in mind, if something comes up, you don't have to go into freak out or frenzy mode. I have been photographed in my Paco Rabanne cutout evening dress, my special yellow Alexander McQueen dress, my Sergio Hudson purple grape ape suit, my Proenza electric blue crushed velvet pants, all on the Pinterest board, of course. Those are all examples of dressier clothing that I've worn several times before, but I'm not wearing them now on the daily outerwear, including but not limited to coats, jackets, puffers, vests, ski clothing, winter boots for snow slash sleet slash rain, hats, gloves, scarves, rain gear, and such. Now, depending on where you live, you will have more of some or less of the other, but not having any or very little outerwear, that's a fashion crime. I don't care if you live at the equator or if you live at the North Pole. You still have to get a coat or some sort of jacket. These are non-negotiable. Everyone should have a denim jacket, a few different colors. I have like three, I think, and a leather jacket. Those are my major staples in my outerwear game. For leather, I love Nora Hamor and Eero Paris. All Saints makes fantastic leather jackets. I've really been liking the styles lately of the Sorrel boots. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Sorrel or Sorrel boots and the Takova cowboy boots because we just went to Wyoming and we both got cowboy boots, me and Jonathan, and they have a lot more than just cowboy boots. So I was very impressed. They have an amazing selection and we had a great experience at Tacova's. Accessories, including, but not limited to, shoes, bags. Jewelry, belt, evening bags, scarves, and legwear like hosiery or tights. The handbag roll is as follows. You have to have three bags at the very least. You have to have an everyday purse that is a neutral that goes with most of your clothes and an evening clutch or a smaller bag that you have taken out on a date or girls' night, or whatever, so you're not bringing your bigger purse out at night that you would normally carry during the day. Then you also have a tote for work, which I like to call a boss bitch bag, something to fit your laptop or that you can use when you travel. They come in a variety of price points, starting from the $100 range up to the $8,000 range. Pick a price point and go for it. If you're on a budget, I would go somewhere like Nordstrom Rack or Saks Off Fifth to find a discount on a designer bag. Or you can hit up shop Madison and Fifth on Instagram and DM my bestie, Chloe. She sells all high end luxury secondhand items and accessories. You can certainly send her a message and she can absolutely find what you're looking for. Or if you're in Savannah, go to her store and browse through her fabulous inventory. She gets brand new stuff in every single week, undergarments, including but not limited to underwear, socks, bras, sports bras, support undergarments, and swimwear. You must have two categories of socks, nice socks and athletic socks. You must have three to five bras that you rotate through and the correct fitting sports bras if you exercise. If you wear a bathing suit, I don't care if you are not caught dead in a casket in a bathing suit, you should still have one that you can wear. Now, for workout clothing, you should have updated really nice workout clothes to support whichever activity you choose, whether it's weight training or cardio, tennis, what have you. But once you do have those items that are worn to death that you've worn for several years, the support is not supportive anymore and you need to replace that with new. You can check out Sweaty Betty, Carbon 38, which is my favorite, and Nike, of course. They make a great workout legging. I do have to say, I'm really not mad at Dick's Sporting Goods, okay? I have been to two different Dick's locations in two different states, and I was surprisingly impressed with the inventory of the women's exercise clothes. The last category we're going to talk about is demoted clothing. Demoted clothing, this is a category that I have created that when I started cleaning out people's closets. This is anything that you have that's still really nice or comfortable, or maybe it's got a stain or two, like it's really small, or it's your favorite pair of sweats, all that shit that goes into the demoted clothing category. You can have one drawer or section in your closet for clothes that you wear strictly for comfort or to wear around the house when you're doing chores or cooking or walking the dog or something like that, when it's served its purpose and you've worn it to death and you've certainly gotten your money's worth, feel free to demote it where you're not ready to get rid of it, but no one other than you is really going to see it. I can totally get behind you and support that category as I have a drawer of clothes that I'm not really ready to part with yet that I do just wear when I'm walking the dog or I feel like doing some yard work, which defined by me is getting the leaves out of the pool, but anyway. I'd like to give a special shout out to Kira this week. She sent me a bunch of questions that I'm gonna answer and I've been promising her for a couple of weeks, so here we go. She asks, what is a good amount to pay for two pricey items per year? Any rules of thumb, for example, like a book I like suggested spending one month rent or mortgage payment on furniture or art, et cetera, for your home or annually? Now, I think that's a good question. So basically, she's asking for how much, if I want to buy two pricey items, how much should I really spend? That is subjective to your budget, of course. However, but if you're going to buy two pricey clothing items per year, I think one needs to be a bag for sure, for sure probably $1,500 or less because you can get an amazing bag for that price or you should get something like a really nice dress or a jacket for maybe that price. Now, if you can spend a little more, then go for it, but you have to figure out where in your wardrobe you can skimp. So if you wanna spend, if you are like, okay, I have the budget for two really, really pricey items, where can you skimp? I tell a lot of people to skimp on, jewelry. And what that really means is you mix your real jewelry with really nice costume jewelry. So you're not consistently buying real jewelry, but you're buying a pair of earrings for $55 or $35 or even $25. And you're mixing that with your real. You can skimp there. If you like rec tennis shoes, but you don't want to pay $600 for some designer tennis shoes, you can totally skimp on that and get something a lot More budget friendly and put that money into something better, like a jacket that you can get a lot more use out of. Next question When do you know that you need to wear a minimizer bra? And then she told me her bra size. My opinion I think if you are above like a G, you probably need to wear a minimizer. Now, the sizing is different for different bra brands, but if you are having a very difficult time finding a bra, that you're comfortable in. It certainly doesn't mean that you have to wear a minimizer all the time, but it probably would help you tremendously to get one. The next question she asked is, do sample sizes come in an eight to a 10? If you're going to a sample sale, usually not. It doesn't mean it never happens, but the sample sales I've been to are all really small. But if you're shopping in the wedding industry, like in bridal, all of the samples are eight to 10. Her next question is How should men like my dad groom their bushy eyebrows? I think with him, my stepmom trims them way too much and they look kind of emasculated, left to their own devices, like they would be more like Andy Rooney. <laughs> First of all, when a man gets his hair cut, here's a rule of thumb hair means your head. Okay. If you're a guy or if you want to tell your husband this or your brother or cousin or whatever, it means your hair on your head, your beard or facial hair. If you have that ears, if you have ear hair problems, your nose, nose hair issues, and your eyebrows, that's what a barber should be doing. Okay. Now, if, you don't know that, or if your husband or whoever, your partner or your friend is not getting that memo, hair means all hair on the head, regardless of whether, where it's coming from, okay? Now, if your stepmom is touching his eyebrows and he's letting her, she's probably not doing a good job. So I would sort of do a little interfrenching on that, or maybe find him a better barber. That's my suggestion, okay? Next question from Kira is why do you think all of one's clothes ought to be in one place versus off-season clothes stored elsewhere? Now, this is an excellent question. If you have so much shit that you have to take half your shit out and store it in the basement, you've got too much stuff. Period. End of story. Now, you need to demote some of that to the demotion category. And then if you're not ready to part with those items, You can demote it to the dog walking closet. However, you need to go through your stuff and keep the best of the best. There is no way you are wearing all of those clothes. It is physically impossible, okay? So if you have to change out your stuff, you're not doing yourself any favors because it's A, it's too much work. It's a pain in the ass. And then your clothes cannot present themselves to you. What if it's the middle of winter and it's a really nice summer day and you want to wear a short sleeve top? Well, if all they're all packed away, you're not going to have that. So it's just a lot more work than necessary. My two clients, Nikki and Monica, their home was built in the 1930s. They have the narrowest closets I've ever seen, and I made them stop doing that. All of their stuff is ready, available, and ready to go. What if you go on vacation and you need your shorts and stuff like that? If it's packed away, it defeats the purpose of all of your clothes being at ease in front of you. Okay. Next question. Semi-visible color coordinated Spanx, like bike shorts under a dress. Discuss. I mean, if you're wearing a black dress, yes, you should probably wear black spanks. It's not like a hard and fast rule because no one should see it anyway. But if you're saying semi-visible, which is what you said, semi-visible color coordinated, yeah, they should probably match. If you can see it a little bit, I would definitely get the same color. Okay, those were all of her questions. Thank you, Kira, for all of that. Um, I hope that was helpful to you and helpful to all the fashion besties out there. This has been a very long episode, but I appreciate you hanging in there with me. And I hope this helps you shop like a pro. Everything's going to be in the show notes. And I have some really interesting, very informative, fabulous people coming up on the interview series that I'm having starting next week. So I'm very excited about that. Keep your questions coming in. Make sure you hit me up at holly at fashion crimes podcast. In addition to holly at holly cat styling, you can always send me a DM on Instagram like Kira just did or Christine or any of the other fashion besties who want to know what they want to know. You don't know what you don't know, so you should ask, okay? And now you're going to be able to shop like a pro. So anyway, thanks so much for listening. Y'all have a great, fabulous, fashionable week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!